Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. All right, I've been ordered by uh, management to give away more t-shirts. You are managing. Yeah. What was Big Head and Fred's epic argument at the draft about? Evan, can you imagine they argued for so long that even I was disinterested? Think about that. And of course, the answer is: Do rivers have tides? And that was this the was a, a draft epic night argument. Philip Rivers. You guys are just talking about bodies Same. of water. At least at the Stop. very. Yeah, as you can imagine, the first night of the draft is like my Super Bowl. So if this was going on while I, oh, I would have been. Oh. Like, Evan would have oh, had an aneurysm. Evan would have walked out. Yeah, he would have been so mad. He, <laughs> they're he on the He's clock, already guys. read just thinking he, he about they're it. They're on Look the clock. It was Myers does this year in Kansas City. But even then, it's not apples Raiders. to apples. No, I know. But like, what does he do with? Mahomes, you know now well, he's they not both going there. He's going to the Raiders why do with I Jimmy keep... Garoppolo. Why do I keep thinking he's going to the? I'm all messed up. All right, you okay? Did you bang your head? So what do you think of Bobo? No, no. Okay. Oh, wow. He must really stink because Evan kind of likes everybody. No. Someone told me that he's a uh, little Jordan Humphrey. Oh, I, I'm out on him. Yeah. This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and it's Evan, it's Alex, it's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth. Tamara and Deuce are coming back from Phoenix, so they're wrapping up the owners' meeting, um, which, of course, is the big topic here in Patriots Nation. Uh, The head coach and the owner both making news yesterday with some of the things they had to say. Uh, I don't know, where do you start? I mean, and how much of it do you really take seriously, you know, on both sides? Um, you know, it's, it was just a crazy day. I've read into this way too much. Yeah. And got way too excited. Well, about I mean, it. you can't help it. It's like, why oh. did they say it? Yes. Why, you know, you read in too much to the Lamar Jackson stuff. I'm that, reading into the Bills comments on the quarterback controversy with the Lamar Jackson stuff with, is it just them too? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, so, I don't know. Do you guys want to delve into it? Cause I, I mean, I don't really think there should be it's, something else that we it's every, lead off with. Every email and tweet that I Sorry, see um, I, is... I know there's probably a crop of, like, you know, you know strong yeah. safeties that you would like to <laughs> yes. get into. Yeah. I've actually been watching a bunch of third, fourth round wide receivers the last couple of days that we can talk about. Yeah. Or like, Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I don't know. It's but you have to wonder, like, you know, why the owner would say, yeah. I mean, you brought up a good point in our meeting is I would like to see the look on Stacey James face after that happened. And then I would have more information about if I should continue to read into it or not. Well, I'm sure it's not good. For, it, it's not good for the team. Let's let's face it. If the owner is talking about a player on another team at a pos, at the key position where you already have a player at that position. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like like a couple I, of weeks ago when the Ravens first decided to put the tag on him and there were some teams that immediately sort of came out and said that they weren't interested or whatever and we all kind of well that makes sense like teams have quarterbacks and they can't risk sort of alienating that quarterback right you know by flirting with another one and you know the, the last team that I thought at the time that I said that that would do with it would be the Patriots. Now, if you but if you really listen or read what Robert said, 
He didn't say, I want Lamar Jackson. He said, Lamar Jackson, according to Meek Mill, wants to be here. Absolutely. But and that's up to Bill. Bill's decision. He didn't say, and I also, would love it. We're, we're he all, didn't say that. Absolutely. We're also just taking Meek Mill at his right, word. Right. Like Meek I, Mill I said that to Fred. What are you talking about? I, I, I think that that part of it is... Ma- among the million things that frustrated me about yesterday, uh, this is a smaller thing on the list, but one of the things that did frustrate me was that everybody, and I'm t- talking about my colleagues right now, ran with Lamar Jackson wants to play for the Patriots. Lamar Jackson wants to pay for the Patriots according to a, a rapper. Right. <laughs> not not according to somebody in the organization. Not a, I would have preferred it to been sourced information than yeah. did well, any the, the but sources it's not like Meek, Meek is, did, yeah it's not like it's Meek not is, unnamed sources it's not like Meek is them. a Patriots fan trying but to did, like but pander did anybody an fan. did anybody take that next step and I'm talking about reporters now I'm not talking about fans like if fans run wild with the speculation I get that did any reporter take it on themselves to say maybe I should check in with people in football and see is this just Robert? How about checking in with uh, Lamar Jackson? Right, or checking with Lamar Jackson or his mom? It's a little bit more difficult to do. Why? Because how many people I thought have about access it. to Lamar Jackson? His DMs are open. I thought about it. I was like, look, is this real, or did Robert Kraft just want to flex that he knows Meek Mill? So and there's that a he's couple be- of things that I'm, that I'm really with Evan on here, and and I, I think I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take it at face value. I'm going to be like Alex. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read into things maybe a little bit. So I'm going to take it at face value, but I also don't think that that necessarily means that it's true. If that makes sense, yeah. Because I think, and I, I, I talked to you about this, Freddie, before our meeting upstairs, and I think there's a very plausible scenario where Lamar Jackson is trying to drum up interest, and he knows that Meek Mill is tight with Robert Kraft, so. It may have been nefarious. It may have been to Meek Mill. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd love to play for the Patriots, thinking that he would then do it. It may have been less than that. It may have been intentional. Hey, Meek Mill, can you do me a favor? Can you send your boy send your boy Robert Kraft a text and say, I'd love to play for the Patriots? It's like, is that out of the realm of possibility? Right. Or it could be Meek Mill. He doesn't have an agent. He needs to do right. these things on his own. <clears throat> or right. it could be Meek Mill heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody and is just passing it Meek along. Meek Mill is all of a sudden Adam Schefter. <clears throat> right. Has right. All no, these I, mean, I mean, athletes like love rappers. It. It's not like they don't I, I know, talk. But, but I Meek think Mill's an Eagle fan. He's not exactly. a Raven Exactly. That's fan. why I don't yeah. think he's coming at it. He's coming at it kind of unbiased. I'm sorry. I'm just not taking anything that Meek Mill says as like gospel like oh you know i I don't take it as gospel either but i'm i'm operating out of the premise that it's true i'm saying even if it is true it doesn't necessarily mean anything right right really it could just just be lamar jackson trying to get like did it work sure did yeah and and this coming right off the heels (laughs) of him requesting a trade that he didn't really need to request but he requested a trade within you know in the morning he don't discount that either right timing of all that coming out yesterday morning right calculated while knowing that robert Kraft was going to be speaking that day yeah this is why i think it was all part of a plan and by the way when did lamar jackson say that he requested a trade beginning of the month march 2nd yeah yeah, that's he before he was even yesterday. tagged, right? And he tweeted it out yesterday, right? I heard a caller on one of Paul's show yesterday say, mm-hmm. "Patriots shouldn't go after Lamar Jackson because you know he'd have to learn the system." And I'm thinking to myself, if you get Lamar Jackson, he is the system. Exactly. Yeah, what a dumb. You're, you're learning Mar- Lamar Jackson. He's not learning you. You know, 
you you make the system Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I love Lamar Jackson. He's probably my favorite player in the league. But with that being said, this yesterday, he, Mr. Kraft knows this was bad. He knows he shouldn't have done it. And, and I know he knows that he shouldn't have done it. Do you think he cares? I don't know yeah. if he cares, but he shouldn't know. have done it. And this coming on the heels of whatever that was yesterday morning with the head coach, I just look at these two guys and I see what Bill says and then I see what Robert says within a couple of hours of each other and I see two people that are not on the same page. But what did Bill say about our starting quarterback position? Not on the same page. The two of them are at a total disconnect of where Robert, Robert wants to win. Robert wants to be in the playoffs. Robert wants Lamar Jackson. Bill couldn't care. He didn't say that. Don't put words in his mouth. I would okay. say Bill spoke more highly of Mac than, or I'm sorry, Robert spoke a lot more highly of Mac yesterday than Absolutely. Bill did. Bill was yeah. even I think willing that's true. to it say is true. How did you put it a couple of minutes ago? Out of all the things, there were a lot of things that upset me yesterday. The, the <laughs> entire 30 minutes. That would be the the number one thing. Is to me how far apart totally on Robert total, and Bill seem total to be. opposite sides. And I, I personally think that Robert is setting up for potentially moving on from Bill. After this season, if, if this doesn't really turn itself around, and I think that he's putting out, not the Lamar Jackson stuff, the other stuff that he said, he's putting out little benchmarks of, well, I said that I wanted to make the playoffs, and I said that you know cash spending is a non-issue, and all of, you know, it's Bill's decision if we go after Lamar Jackson. This is not a money issue. This is not an ownership issue. This is Bill's decision if we go after this player. So he is putting all of it at the feet of Belichick. I agree. And he's passing off the blame preemptively. And he's saying that the way that football is run is not a budget thing. The way that the football team is run is because the GM thinks that this is the best way to run the football team. And if they don't have an, uh, if they have another eight nine season and they don't make the playoffs. Then who? Then whose fault is it? The owner just told us. Yeah, so no like, doubt the Lamar Jackson thing from Meek Mill is obviously going to get all the headlines. But the last part that Evan just talked about to me was the takeaway from yesterday. Yes. The last was, line of was, it's up was, to Bill. Well, well that's the, why it frustrates the money, me. The, the money Lamar stuff. Thing. Bill is asked to sort of clarify what he meant by that. The day after the season yeah. was over is when he issued that comment yes. about. We've been, you know, the bottom of the league in cash spending over the last three years. It's a three-year aggregate, remember? Yeah. And then there was some question. Was that a shot at Robert Kraft? Was that just sort of talking about the economics? Yeah, was it complaining about spending? He he sort of clarified it in the Globe, but not really um, the next day. And he was asked about it again yesterday by, I think, Tom Curran and Greg Bedard. You know, they sort of came at him and and asked him to sort of uh, clarify those comments. And he just talked about... Look, we spend to the cap, was how he put it. Now, Robert Kraft, a couple hours later, is asked about it, and I think Evan is exactly right. I don't think it was an accident that he went to great length to tell you, any time Bill Belichick has come to me, I've always given him whatever he needs. We spend to the cap. We spend, you know, he talked about cash over cap and and what some other teams do. All the money they spent in 21, I think he said, I think you'd look back and say, Probably didn't work. I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact quotes in front of me. And then he he finished it by saying, I've always given whatever they need, and I always will. And if I can't, I'll sell the team, Mm. was how he finished it. If I can't, I'm Billy Sullivan. Right. And and I think that that was intentional. I think that that was a a response. 
we can all sit here and say, did Bill take a shot at Robert Kraft, or, or was that more innocuous, or was that just kind of point of fact? I think Robert Kraft's comment on that yesterday tells you that Robert kind of took it as a shot. Well, and Robert's saying, it ain't me. It's not me. If, I've always given the resources right. that he needs. Whenever, So he's telling what, what Evan just said. Yeah. Bill, the GM, wants to run it this way. Don't blame the owner. This yeah. is how Bill wants to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. And I, I, you know, I said before, I think Bill looks at the locker room and he looks at that pecking order and he looks at who makes what and he believes that that matters, that the right people need to be making certain amount of money. And if you get out of whack, then it causes discord in the locker room. And I think he believes that. That works when you're getting stars through the draft. But if you're not getting those star players through the draft who are affordable on these rookie contracts, you just don't have any talent. No, I, I, and, and again, you know, he'll never admit it. But having Tom Brady for all those years was such a luxury. It was such, it's like the Patriots being sold out every year. Most other teams in the NFL have to wake up every day and figure out how are we going to sell tickets. The Patriots for 25 years have not had to worry about that. And that's a huge luxury as an organization. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Having Tom Brady from a football standpoint is such a huge luxury because it's one thing you don't have to worry about the quarterback, and it covers up for so many other deficiencies, you know? And now you don't have that. And now you have to go and spend money on players because you don't have Tom Brady. Say I'm saying the name, you know? But really, it's any quarterback. It's Joe Burrow. It's, you know, it's uh, – Mahomes, obviously, it's any of those guys. Josh Allen, you know, but even Allen needed Stephon Diggs, and you know, and that that's kind of what brought him out. But I think eventually he would have come out anyway. But oh yeah, yeah, that's one of those things that kind of coincided. Yeah, but yeah. I think it was happening anyway. Did yeah. it help? Absolutely, because yeah. he's a great player. But having the great, is a great having player. the great, great quarterback in this league means everything. It means everything, you know. You know, the other part that got a lot of uh, attention yesterday was when Bill said that, you know, kind of related to the Brady thing, in my opinion, is, you know, Mike Reese asked him, you know, why the fans would, what, what would have give faith, them optimism. what would give them optimism. And he talked about, like, we're, we're a long way off. Uh, you know, I thought the first answer was perfect. Yeah. You know, we're a long way off. We have, we have the draft. We have the whole offseason. Yeah. We have a lot of work to do. And we have Mike a, followed a lot up. of work ahead of them. But what about, you know, what, what would you say right now for the last 25 years, which right. is so... So anti, so unbill like, yeah, it's so unbill. Um, and I, I would come away with what you just said, Fred. Like, he still doesn't know that number right. twelve was at, at least partially responsible. Right. right. You know, I think he still thinks like, I can do it this way. I can keep doing it this way. I can keep doing it this way. Right. We'll see if he's right, but I, I don't think he is. So, I also just think that along those lines, it's just, does he? Does he care? Like, does do, I just I had so many issues with so many things that he said yesterday because I'm I'm just getting tired of it because you sit there and you say the the best players are going to have a chance to play. Like what he said about the quarterbacks, the best. What about the coaching staff? Like, do, are you guys doing a good job? Did you guys do a good job last year, or did you know he was asked about Cam Accord? Why why is why is Cam Accord the best? Oh, it wasn't coaching. So what? What it was? It, so everything was the player's fault because that's the way Mac gets thrown under the bus. The the special guys on special teams get thrown under the bus. Some of these coaches are still here. 
Joe Judge is still in the building, and there's no accountability on the coaching How staff. How about will Matt Patricia be part of the, the coaching Not staff? Sure. Not sure. I don't know. I can Not understand sure. that question. I, so that does answer. that mean that there's an open invitation for Matt Patricia and Matt Patricia is mulling it? No. I think that the – the answer makes sense to me in that they probably told Matt, go look for another job. But if you can't find one, you'll have a place here. We're not going to just fire you. I think you. so, too. I think that was – we know we put you in a bad situation. So they know that about Matt, Patricia, but he won't say that about the quarterback? I think it's crazy. That So he yeah. knows that he put the coaches in a bad position, which we all agree with, that Matt Patricia was miscast in that role. But with Mac Jones, his job is now on the line. And now we have the owner talking about Lamar Jackson. We have Belichick basically saying that Mac is in an open competition with Bailey Zappi. Like that, that was, that's exactly what he said. John Lynch and had then, more, more to say about Brock Purdy, you know, right? after eight games than two years with Mac Jones here. And not I, to I, mention like the, the comment from Kraft, I think that went a little under the radar with the Meek stuff is that he, he straight up said, I don't think we put Mac in a good situation right. last year. We right. put him yeah. in an experiment. It's another that example didn't of what Evan's talking about. Right. Where exactly. It seemed like they were on different pages. I think and I feel the like only this goes reason... back to last year's owners' meetings with just yep. it right. seems like more subtle comments from each other coming out through the media over since well, then. Well, you know, I think um, it might have been Tom who started out the questioning with uh, yesterday with uh, Robert about the com- did you have a conversation with Bill? How did that go? You know, blah blah blah. And what we don't know is, like, moving from Matt Patricia's coordinator, would Bill have done that anyway? I'm not convinced. Based on yesterday, I don't think so. I'm not convinced I'm, either. I, I agree with that. And I think that Bill O'Brien being here is is Mr. Kraft's move. Like, that, that was him saying, I'm doing this as the owner of the team. Because Bill, it's, well, the best players are going to play at the quarterback. But Matt can play in this league. We know that. You know, oh, special teams, that wasn't coaching. It was the player. It, it was players. You know, Chris Board is, is here now, so we'll, we'll be good o- there now because we have better players playing in the kicking game. It, well, not- I'm going to – okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna play both sides here. I'm going to step back on, on two things. First one on Mac. If you were the head coach of this team, would you come right – and everything that has transpired has transpired. Like nothing else has changed. At this point in time, would you come out publicly say Mac is our starting quarterback? Would is that how you would handle it? Yes, I heard. The, I heard. And you know, I'm not the biggest. Season, didn't he? I'm not the biggest Mac Jones guy. You guys all know that. I've been yeah. fairly critical, but yes, like based on that roster, he's the quarterback. But okay, so you would say that, but like, would you mean it? Yes. Okay. Now, are you going to tell me that I have Lamar Jackson in no, the no, picture? No, 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 no. That's different. I'm saying it's, it's zappy and, you know, you're but going to To me, that's not even a conversation. Yeah. Now, but if Mac Jones continues so to play like he did last year, now I have to look at the other guy and say, is, is it really different? I know it was different for a couple of games, but is it really different? Because this guy looks the same as he did last so, year. So you would be you would be okay publicly giving him your full vote of confidence. I don't know why you'd point. be okay publicly giving Cam Newton a vote of confidence in the 2020 I, mess I and think, not and give this guy a vote of confidence. And if you did it for Mac last season, I don't I don't know. The only thing I can really think of that is like to give in fairness to Bill is like is he just recognizing how to coach Mac? Maybe Mac has a history of competing and he thinks he'll get more out of him. Well, that's I what, don't that's know. A fair point. That's what I'm saying. That's like, a fair may, point. Maybe. It's it's a strategic thing for Bill. Maybe he came off a rookie year that he had some success, and maybe he was a little ahead of himself. I yeah. don't know. But all I know is he's doing the gritty in, at the Pro Bowl. Heading into year two, last July, 
it was nothing but roses and bouquets right. for Mac Jones. He's so much further along than Named he was captain. last year. Yeah. You know, and all, all of those things. And all of a sudden, he didn't handle the coaching well, which I would agree he didn't. And this is where we are now. Like three, four, five different occasions where is Mac Jones your quarterback? Because we'll see. You, you wonder if, if Bill, he's not good, then just go get a different quarterback then. You, well, but you're wondering if Bill is thinking to himself, you know, the kid can play. But, i got to break him. But he also threw one of his coaches under the bus, and as a result, I was forced to now basically get rid of him. Get rid of a coach because of the way you behaved. Like, this season could have been better had you yeah, made a decision to get on board. But that's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah and that's Bill not looking introspectively not to looking say, in the mirror. I yeah. need to have accountability here too. I put right. him in a bad situation. Who wouldn't get upset at that situation that you're being put in? Yeah, no, It's, it's Mac's career. It's, it's a tangled, complicated situation right now. And Evans, they're, n- it's, it, they're not on the same page, that's for sure. Uh, so it's, it's something that's going to have to resolve itself, hopefully. <laughs> the other part of it, so I asked, if you were the head coach, how would you handle the whole Mac thing. If you were the GM, would you go after Lamar Jackson? And I think the draft picks are like a no-brainer. Like, yeah. The reason why you have draft picks is to have a player like Lamar Jackson. It's the money. Would you be willing to give this guy $40 million a year, five years guaranteed, or whatever it tells you know, it's not my money. Five <laughs> it's my money, not my problem. What did you exactly. say? Five years, two forty, guaranteed. Yeah, done. S- me too. But it, it just—we're headed that way, anyways. Yeah. I can convince myself more than Meek Mill knowing anything. I can convince myself that Lamar Jackson would look at Bill Belichick and say, "I, I can, I can win a Super Bowl with this coach." Like I, I can convince myself into that line of thinking, and I, I think that, you know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I know Lamar that well, but from hearing about him and things like that and hearing about his mother, I could see him recognizing great coaching and recognizing that I can, Bill can get me over the hump in the playoffs. Like he hasn't been overly successful in the playoffs and maybe Bill with that defense, with the coaching that I'm going to get in game situationally, all that kind of stuff, we'll get over the hump in the playoffs because I have Belichick now and he'll look at Brady and say, why, why can't, I have that. Not to mention the players I think Lamar would attract that would just want to play with him. Yeah. I think that he – I look at him individually, and I just imagine he's going to be so ridiculously motivated. Oh, yeah. This year. Um, Absolutely. I would would do it. I understand why it likely won't happen, but I I would do it. The only thing that worries me is the injuries. It's – that's it. Otherwise, like the – you know, he has the ability. He's an MVP player. He, you know, he transforms your offense. You Like they were talking about odds. Right now I think the Patriots are 200 to 1. And then they had futures. Like if they got Lamar Jackson, they go down to 30 to 1. They're 70 to 1, I think, to, oh, to win the Super Bowl. And they would go down to, to, to 30. I thought it was more 20. than 70. It's 66, I think. Really? Now, I yeah. would be interested to see our odds to land Lamar before yesterday and then this morning because I feel like we're pretty high <laughs> I believe they were second behind Indianapolis uh, you know Baltimore is like it's the, re- the in the in the field it's everybody thinks he's going to stay in Baltimore but I think Indy is the one that is the highest odds to acquire him if someone were to get him and then the Patriots or two but I think those things like like Alex said like that can change every day 
Mm-hmm. Literally, something, some kind of news can come out. One comment can just switch, and, yeah. it, and it changes that kind well, of stuff. Well, I mean, it's related. And Ursay's on record yesterday talking about guaranteed contracts that he is firmly against these fully guaranteed contracts. That they're not good. You look at the NBA, you look at MLB, and it's just not good for the sport. He said. Yeah, I'm not sure. I. I'm not sure I agree with that. But I just I mean, can't I, resonate with the opinions of a billionaire because I'm just like so. Yeah. Yeah. Away from that. That I, I think that's a big part of this this whole equation is I think that people feel in the NFL, you know, people by people I mean the owners, that if another quarterback gets a two hundred plus million dollar guaranteed contract, that's it. That oh, yeah. will be the norm for all quarterbacks. Right. And then once that happens, it's gonna well, I'm as valuable as a quarterback, you know. I'm right. Uh, I'm every bit as valuable to to winning, you know, as that guy you know, and they don't they want to stop it now. They want to make sure that Watson is an outlier. And whether you want to call it collusion or whatever you want to term it, I think it's real. I think there's a an enormous pushback it's dangerous. on the other 31 yeah. to I just, say, let's stand strong here. Just to hold everybody to their word because that's all, that's all I can do after a day like yesterday. Robert Kraft is saying that budget's not an issue, that money is not a problem, that they can spend as much money as they want. And then in the morning, Bill said, we're not afraid to do anything to to make the team better. So if money's not the problem and cojones is not the problem. Well, Robert says money's not the problem. Bill didn't say that. Right. But I'm just taking everybody at face value. That, yeah. you know, the wallet is coming from Robert, and he's saying that it's not a problem. And Bill's saying that they'll do anything it takes to make the team better. Then how do we have those – two things happening at the same time and then we get this off season like right. if that if those two things are true then how like lamar jackson aside he's like the tip of the iceberg right like how is how are they so out on every single wide receiver because the price is too high because denver wants a first round pick for jerry judy or the the cardinals want a package for deandre hopkins instead of just giving them to you yeah and i don't get that either because if you're not going to go pay a wide receiver are you going to have a true judgment of Mac this year? And if you don't get that true judgment, are you going to pay Mac? Like, why not pay for a receiver now? Do what you have to do. Get a true judgment of Mac. And then when it comes to his contract negotiations, you have just a way better picture to me. Yeah. You know, thank it's all God. Fair criticism. Thank God for Tom Brady, but I think Tom Brady jaded. He not ruined tr- it. He, he, he won he, too he, many titles. Well, it, He's the, the one that got away. No, but he chasing him forever he gave people the ability to think a certain way and that way may not be applicable to other situations it's the thing i always tease deuce about you know and i'm just i joke around with him but i always say you still believe in santa claus like you still believe it was because chris board was here and he was covering kicks and that was the the difference between that, that strong middle class right it it works. I, I believe in I believe in a strong middle class. I can believe in a lot of the principles that the Patriots do while still believing that you won titles because you had the best player right. who's ever played. And yeah. and he he says in the same press conference that he feels fortunate to have coached the best players at their positions in Brady, Slater, and LT. It's another right. one that's not an accident. He says that, but then he do, he doesn't want to go get the players. So I, I just I, I just don't. I did. <laughs> I don't understand that. 
that's what he thinks. I'm convinced I, I of it. He thinks he was as responsible for those three guys sh- as anything. I'll give him credit. His share of the credit. I give him no credit for Lawrence Taylor. I mean, no. second overall pick of the draft, greatest defensive player I, who's ever played. I give. I give. I could have coached I'll him. give him his share of the credit just to be <laughs> just to be fair. And I don't think anybody really coached him. That's what I'm saying. He just yeah. did what he wanted, and he was so good it didn't matter. Like I'll right. give him. I'll give him a lot of credit for Brady. Like, I don't think yeah. just anybody inherits the sixth-round pick, right. 199th overall, and becomes yeah. the greatest ever. I'll give Bill his lion's share of credit for that. But Lawrence Taylor, come on. Yeah. There just seems to be a disconnect between how do you – I agree that there is a place in your team-building strategy for the middle class and for mm-hmm. the special teamers and for depth throughout your roster and things like that. But the guy that coached Tom Brady, I think he co- has coached – more than just three guys that were the best players in the position because I would I would say Gronk is the greatest tight end of all time too. So that's four guys that he's. So how do you look at your teams in the past? The reason why the middle class and the special teams and all that kind of stuff worked out for you is because Brady and Gronkowski and Edelman and McCordy and High they were driving the bus. So those guys were at the front of the bus and they were at the wheel. And then that way there, the the Chris Boards of the world just had to do their specific job on the team. And yeah, those details might have gotten you six Super Bowls, but the guys at the front of the bus were the reason why you were even in the dance. And I just don't understand how that we've lost that, that now all of a sudden it, that t- those guys don't, don't matter as much. And we can still sign every special teamer under the sun but when it comes to jerry judy and the broncos that's too much no we can't we can't make that trade well that's kind of what you know what i was talking about two weeks ago when we had the argument about like the money like it's all relative i understand that the the number of you know the number attached to those guys is lower than jerry judy but to me it's more of a symbolic thing like i'll spend more money than i need to on this but I won't spend more money than I need to on that. And I, 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 like, I've never understood that all along. And he's gotten away with it because he didn't need Jerry Judy with Tom Brady. Because Brandon LaFell was just fine right, with right. Tom Brady. I'd rather have the, the hardworking, middle-class guy. Chris Hogan. You know. Um, Those guys wouldn't be yeah. good enough with Mac Jones. Yeah. Right. But they were good enough with Tom Brady. And if money's not a problem and balls is not a problem to go out and get it and we're wishy-washy – on the quarterback that you have, then I don't even know what we're talking about with Lamar Jackson. This is a no-brainer. Exactly. If all of these things are not issues and Mac Jones is in open competition with Bailey Zappi, then Lamar Jackson should be a Patriot. Then go go and do it then. Because clearly you don't feel like you're not convinced that the quarterback is good enough. So what are we waiting for? Uh, to use a Rocky Interesting quote. day yesterday. Not expected. I did not expect. I did not expect those <laughs> not kinds of fireworks. Not on my bingo card. Yeah. I, I, pretty much I thought ex- the tweet about Meek yeah. Mill was a parody. Well, I was just going to say, I, I did not expect Meek Mill to be the source of I love uh, that, man. NFL news yesterday. I expected Bill's press conference to go pretty much as it did. I did not expect Robert Kraft to Robert drop that kind the... of a bombshell. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I had one person here. Who said, ah, I really thought that the media let Bill off the hook yesterday. I, I thought did. the media was excellent. I thought that they asked him, right? Yeah. And you know me, I never say that. I, I, I would like to, and I don't know if we'll have the opportunity because usually now they give the pre draft press conference to grow, so it's not Bill. But the questions that I asked grow about number one wide receivers and paying premiums for that position, 
I genuinely do not think that Bill agrees with that premise. I don't. I would agree with. That. I don't think that he believes that That's Fred's thing that receivers are as valuable and as the rest of the league does. And we're getting to the point now where he is on an island. Yeah. With this opinion, and I'm not talking about with, with people like us. He's on an island with the people that he's in the photos with at, at the owners' meetings. Every other team is is willing to shell out twenty plus million dollars when they have a star receiver of that caliber, except him. Yeah. Yeah. So Evan, when you you brought up the the Gronk part, like you know that's another greatest player. We had a great. Remember we used to do this with, with Andy. We would have all these things about how many different greatest of all time. Like, could you, could you throw Adam Vinatieri in there? I right. was going to say that. Oh yeah. You know, like is he the greatest right. kicker? He, you mm-hmm. can make an argument that he's Easily. the greatest kicker of all time. Right. Right, and we would talk about that, like who who could be a candidate for that. We used to we used to waste a lot of off season time on that kind of stuff. Sure, yep. back when, we, as you like to say, Fred, back when we were going fourteen and two, yeah. first world problems <laughs> over the there. Good old days. Eight five eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots dot com is the email address. So that's uh, that's what we're talking about here. Um, so why don't we open up the phone lines and the emails and. We'll see uh, what you have to say. We'll start with Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, everyone? Hey. Alex, my 413 compatriot. How are we doing? On the show today. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, Evan, I'm a little disappointed in you. Um, the fact that you can't be open-minded, that maybe Meek Mill is in line <laughs> to become Lamar Jackson's agent, you know? <laughs> maybe he's throwing that sort of stuff out there. Sorry. But, but seriously, um, but, I'm, but I'm, telling, I'm telling Bill to put his big boy pants on and make a freaking decision um, and just stick with it and live with it. Either Mac, you know, build around Mac or trade the pick and, and get the quarterback. I think it's pretty much consensus. Lamar Jackson is an established and a much better quarterback than Mac Jones is. But if you're not going to go out there and get the guy that's going to put butts in the seats, which I don't think they have a problem with, you then build around the guy that you drafted in the first round. If there's one thing, I think that New England Patriots fans and Boston sports fans in general have, it's that, or that we desire, is we, we want stability. And, you know, when when we brought in Bill Parcells and Drew Bledsoe, did, did we sell up the stadium? Or did we sell up the stadium when we knew that we were going to have a team you know, forever yeah. after Bob Kraft sold about the team. Technically, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. You know, to make you up, make up your freaking mind, though. Whew. Stop being coy. Whew. You don't have Tom Brady anymore, and just make a decision and stick to it. That's all I got. Okay. No, good point, Patty. Hard words from a hard man. Yeah. Uh, let's go <laughs> to uh, Todd, North Carolina. Hey, Todd. So <clears throat> earlier. And I have had this concern. You guys kind of said, poo-pooed me, and, and then you gave me some reassurance, which is really cool. And said, no, Bill hasn't lost his fastball. Todd, you're just, you're just seeing stuff. You're seeing shadows. But I think you guys haven't brought up what Devin McCourty said, that Bill just threw his son in to coach them at all in the room for the DBs. And he walked in and said, hey, guys, Dad put me here. I don't know what to do. Help me out. Teach me what I need to do. Like, what's going on? Like, that kind of thing. Sure, it worked, but... Does it work all the time? Like, does Bill think that he can just do whatever he wants and it's going to work? Is that the biggest problem? I, I don't know. I, I'm really confused with a lot of the stuff that's going on, and it doesn't. It scares me that the owner and the coach and the GM and the coach and the GM, of course, are the same person. But 
three people don't seem to be, and I'm going to split Bill into two, the three people don't seem to be all on the same page. I don't even know if Coach GM are on the same page, and that's scary because it's the same guy. So <laughs> I don't know. It's really confusing. It's a funny line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that right? was a, that was another thing that uh, – you know, McCourty's been making. Yeah, well, thanks. I, I think the McCourty thing is interesting. Yeah, are you guys surprised with how candid he's been? In, yeah, in the I three I weeks am. or so. I, I the Steve Belichick thing. I I don't care as much about that as everybody else to be honest with you yeah because i already knew that devin mccourty was the safety's coach anyway and, and he told right. he, he was last year he too. threw him in a room with a bunch of veterans right like, on purpose right, yeah. and and brian is taking the same path for the same reason and he told him two weeks before the off-season program not two weeks before the season right like you know it, it was this was in march that he told him that hey you're gonna yeah he i care about it from a larger point of view but I already knew that Devin McCourty was responsible for the safeties. Yeah, I mean, like, like I don't know Devin what's going to happen now. Like Devin said, he walked into a room with Devin, Pat Chung, Harmon, and Nate Ebner. Like, could you get more high IQ and experience at one position group in one room? I, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to do that. So that was the perfect in that moment. That was probably the best place to break in a new coach would be basically with four coaches on the field at their respective areas of expertise. You know, and I, I know it's nepotism. It is. It's nepotism. But I think in this case, Bill has the utmost confidence in Brian and Steve, and maybe it's well-deserved because, I mean, the, you know, like sometimes as a father you have good instincts about your kids. There's you know? something to be said about growing up with Bill Belichick yeah. and learning from him every single day of your life. Absolutely. So, like, I'm, That's like, invaluable. I'm, I'm not, like, you know, up in arms about that. Like, you know, there's also parents who are like, my kid can't do that. And they make an honest decision that way. But you can also have an honest decision in a positive way and say, no, my kid is good and I'm going to give him that shot. Um, yeah, it's nepotism. But at the same time, the kid could actually be good. You know, it's all nepotism doesn't always mean that the kid's not qualified. Yeah, up in arms is a strong. I don't. Yeah. I don't see why you'd be up in arms about it, but I don't. I'm not happy about it either. I, I kind of fall in the middle of, yeah. of all of you guys. Like I don't know that it. I like I said. I think. Then the more I talk to Devin McCourty, the more I think he he was a lot. I I think I kind of undersold in my mind his value. The more I hear Devin oh, McCourty talk, I I. Like, I, I, I think he was responsible for what they did in the first half in Kansas City in 18. Sure. I, I, I I'll never just, forget that game. I don't know. what I forget. Maybe, uh, I don't know if it was a preseason game or or first or second game of the regular season. It was a away game in New Orleans, and he didn't play or didn't play the second half. Whatever it was, his not being on the field was – you know the effect of that was immediate. You could see just the dysfunction in the back defensive backfield just from him not being there. You know, and that was like, you know, not not right away in his career, but it was like you know maybe seven years into his career or six years into his career. You could see the difference between him being out there and him not being out there in terms of just keeping everything together. He was a coach on the field. He was absolutely a coach on the field. You know, I just think the. It's the nepotism thing and blaming stuff on, on him giving jobs to Steve and Brian. Like th that is so low on my list of reasons why they're in the position that they're in right now. You know, it, if you want to take aim at 
what they did with on offense last year or the special teams coaching or the way that bill builds the roster like the quarterback even i'll, I'll get all those things come first before we get to steve belichick yeah it would be a much different story if the players didn't respect them but i mean even that quote about steve that i think kind of got really taken out of context when all the nuances stripped from it both chris long and devin on that podcast are talking about how much they admire and respect steve for coming in and saying like I'm not going to tell you guys what to do just because I'm Bill Belichick's son. I'm here right. to learn from I you guys, was, and we're all going to collaborate. He meant it to show his honesty. Right. You know? Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, like, again, we talked about the brain drain that's happened here in Foxborough. It, you can't understate that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And I think, you know, Bill has always liked to bring up the coaches in the system so that when they're ready, they – there's a comfort level. There's continuity. You know, we're not loyalty. Yeah. You know, everyone's on the same page and, you know, you get that brain drain. And I think Bill's like, I'm I'm just as confident in my two sons as somebody I'm going to bring in from the outside. So let's just stick to what we know here. I, I I'm I'm OK with that. I really am. Um, let's go to Gavin in Colorado Springs. What's up, Gavin? Hey, Fred. Hey, Paul. What's going on, guys? It's been hey. a while since I called. Uh, 2019, actually. Oh, wow. Um, 2019. You, really you had it in a log. Where you been? Yeah, no, I'm just kind of kind of here in Colorado, you know, just kind of enjoying enjoying the, the high air here. So okay. Get, getting high? I, I yeah, hear high you. High air? No, 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 yeah. not, not serious. Oh, no, not that <laughs> well. okay. But, uh, hey, you guys don't really think there's a chance of getting Lamar, do you? I mean, I know there's a chance. Alex does. I, I, really I do. I want it. <laughs> of course I want it. Here's the thing. I, I'm going to be honest here, okay? If Lamar gets traded to the Patriots, I'll buy you guys a week's worth of lunch with the caveat that um, Evan can eat. Sorry, I, I've stopped listening to the show ever since Evan has, like, his uh, – he has really good analysis and stuff like that. It's just just the voice, man. I'm sorry. It just turns wow. me off a bit. That's okay. harsh. I know. I know. I'm not trying to be a troll or anything. Hey, but, he said I mean, it to I your – not your guy. face, but he, he can, said it to you directly. Yeah. Wow. Can you I can give that. you my address. You can come say it to my face Whoa. again if you want. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you don't want that smoke. <laughs> Whoa! I can make fun of Evan. You can't. That's not right. Yeah, no. I, I said I'm not trying to be a troll here, but a, uh, bit, a week's worth a of lunch is Evan can't eat, though. Okay. Okay. All right. Good one, All Gavin. Right. Good call. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks, calling, Gavin. Uh, let's go to Jared in New Orleans. What's up, Jared? Seems What's up, everybody? For. Hey. Just a it's little. Been been a while since I got, I got saw I was able to call in. Um, I have two things for y'all, and I'll, I'll take the answer off air because I'm currently driving somewhere. Um. One is, uh, what second-year player do y'all believe can take a step forward in this new offense that we have with Bill O'Brien? And second, and second, um, the After the Huddle podcast is taking off. We just finished our uh, first guest interview last night, and so we're taking off and it's doing great. Cool story. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about yeah, that podcast. Yeah, it's all over the news. Yeah, yeah. thanks, what Jared. These calls. Yeah, what what second year quarterback to, to like promote their platforms? I mean, I'm just talking. I about would say Tyquan Thornton. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you could say like one of the running backs or something, but I think it's got to be Tyquan yeah. Thornton. Yeah. 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 I, I would say so too. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Rashad in Baltimore, who just called in. Good timing, Rashad. What's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? Not a very hard act to follow, Rashad. So you, <laughs> should, you should be better than the last two. Well, don't do worry. Well, don't worry. I'm not going to be promoting uh, no podcast or nothing like that. <laughs> but the, the the news yesterday. Well, I don't even know if it's news. The the speculation. As soon as I saw it, you know, I got excited because that's. I mean, 
Lamar Jackson coming to the Patriots. That's something I've, I've been wanting since oh. he's been in college. But. Are you kidding me? I mean, I remember the day that we heard that they were going to sign Cam Newton. We were freaking out. I was. You know? I have to be guilty on that Yeah. One. We were like, you know, we forgot about it's the last few years. We were just thinking about Cam Newton in his prime. It's like, oh, he's a Patriot. If they did Lamar Jackson, oh, man. We're talking emergency podcast, yeah. even if it's a Tuesday. But the, the the one thing that I will – I do want Lamar, but the one thing I will say, I I do feel bad for Mac Jones because he, he's been put in a lot of uncomfortable situations. And I agree. I feel like, you know, if I, I feel like if that was me, like, you know, in this situation like that, I'd be like, if, if my bosses really don't trust me like that, then – do I really feel comfortable here? No, yeah, but it's a good point. I almost feel like it. they're it, setting them up again to have, like, yeah. you know, extenuating circumstances. It's a really good point, you know. The People have come into the league I, in I, definitely yeah, worse I, situations, I, I, but this well, is just the optics. Even like what I just said, you know, like about Lamar Jackson. If Mac Jones is listening, like, he's like, F you. You know? I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I hope he would have that yeah. mindset. Yeah. The last part of what he said, though, is about being comfortable. It just We can't put ourselves in his shoes directly, but just in our own walk of life. If you knew that your bosses were so wishy-washy on you and your owner is looking the other way, I mean. It's been hard the last 20 years. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Operating I, under that uh, premise. We also don't know how they speak together privately. Like, we just... Thanks, Rashad. I agree with your point that Bill is using the media as a mechanism like to we're his motivate Mac Jones. I, I agree with that. But at, at some point in time, it, it becomes excessive. And, and I think that Bill continuing to balk at the idea that Mac is his starter and then Robert, whether it was jokingly or not, talking about acquiring another quarterback it if I'm Mac Jones, I'm starting to either you're going to use it as motivation and, and it's going to drive you or you're starting to think about the next step. Yeah, like I think that those kinds of things to me are more damaging to the quarterback than like, well, they got to go out and get him weapons. Like you should be able to succeed with whatever you have, you know, to a, to a level. Now, should you be better with Stephon Diggs? Yeah, absolutely. He's a better player than Devontae Parker. But – this kind of stuff, to me, is hard to just overlook. Again, I've been pretty critical of Mac Jones, but I have to take his side on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Why can't the coach just say he's the starting quarterback? Right. He did it last year. Yeah. Heading into last year, was anybody saying, you know, are you, are you confident with Mac Jones year two? Like, it was right. It was a non-issue. It was a non, non-story. Now, he didn't have a good year, and we, we have a, a laundry list of reasons why. And he can't say he's the starting quarterback. Again, four or five times yeah. given I, the opportunity. I, think, I agree with Evan. It's not an accident. Yeah. He's doing it on purpose. I, and I think I you know, I don't know, but I think it has just as much to do with what the attitude was last year as the performance. Yeah. And I, he's holding it against it's like him. Alex said, he's like using like us to sort of keep mm-hmm. his quarterback down. Well, that's your job. Yeah. When, when the commander's brass talked yesterday and said more said more nicer things about Sam Howell than Bill Belichick would say about Mac Jones. I I just I look at that. I look at what the Niners were all saying about Brock Purdy yesterday. You know, these other quarterbacks that quite frankly are way less experienced and just way less accomplished. accomplished. I mean, you could Yeah. I think there's a lot of questions about Mac Jones. But he has played 
for two years as the starting quarterback, and it's like he's back at square one trying to beat Cam Newton out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to some of these emails. Um, let's see. James Pettigrew, the most interesting Patriots fan in the world, says, I love everything about Evan. <laughs> he is like useful Eric. And in that respect, a fantastic <laughs> addition to the show. Well, I'll I mean, I would say, and I don't, I'm not joking, the difference between Evan and the guy he replaced is the biggest gap <laughs> that we could possibly uh, have had. I, I liked that. I liked Eric, but like the football oh, that he God. brought to this show. Even, well, Eric hates football. Correct. That's the problem. Correct. He hated the Patriots and he hated football. Not as much. <gasps> How as did he, he get here? It's tough. <laughs> not as much as no. He didn't hate the Patriots. Yeah. That's not true. Well, he he was a Patriots fan. He was yeah. a huge yeah. Patriots yeah. fan, but I don't I don't think he really loved covering yeah. football. Yeah, it's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Um, oh, the the talent gap there is. Off the charts. Brandon writes in um, about Fredisms. He says, Matt, please go ahead and mark where Fred said, I'll never forget the game. I forget. <laughs> typical <laughs> typical Fred. <laughs> you have a lot of those. You like that, Al. That, that really like got that. you, huh? Okay. She's like giggling over there. She's just thinking of she's, Lamar Jackson. I am. She's got like her hair's the, all curly today. She's got a little wave going the in the hair. The content I could make. With Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah. If they'll let us. Right. right. What? All right. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll get back to more in your calls right after this. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. 
There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Mia's Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. 
Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zell? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms were set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. 
Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six Green Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, great moments in history. Right. If they didn't have joint practices, I think this three would be a three. Do you know the difference between a joint and a blunt and a spliff? <laughs> I heard I, this today. I heard a little of that I talk did. today. I didn't know what a blunt was. I had to, I had to have it explained to me, and, I, and I'm, 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 I don't know if Is I still Is it a blunt, know. a rolled cigarette? Oh, it's a rolled it's a cigar. cigar. Rolled cigar. Joint is in yeah, paper. The spliff is a mixed tobacco yeah. and weed. Is is it now? Like, is like it in the gentleman. That's what he right. ma- he makes himself a nice 50-50 mix. Now is it a? It, is okay. it pronounced? It's a spliff. Spliff, yeah. 
I, I, always, I don't know spleef? why I thought it was spleef. Spleef. Oh, spliffy, if you want. <laughs> pronounced spliff? Spliffy. Now, now, as I understand it, Matthew, um, it's pronounced spliff. Is that is that correct? Drugs are bad. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I did. I learned a little something today listening to Hardy and Arcan. But the blood is marijuana pot dope, as as you would as you would acquire and enjoy it. But the blunt itself is actually just the roll. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Just yeah. different names for the you wrap it in tobacco. What about the chronic? Oh, you uh... chronic's the type of marijuana. <laughs> I mean, I lived in California. I mean, what about the white widow super cheese? <laughs> what is that now? Okay, can we go? <laughs> this, is why, this is why we got to shoot the post game show to an hour after this. Oh, night this games. is the best part. This is what people stay up for. The guy in UK, he's still what, listening. It's six o'clock in the morning. Matt, we're, here, we're here to provide a service. What is the stickiest of the icky? <laughs> I need to know. What about the chronic? <laughs> That's another great moment from. All right. Technically, that's a great moment from the post-game show, but it was. Sorry, right. it was. I learned a lot that day. Yeah, as uh, you know, one of the very few that does not partake. Yeah, uh, I I learned a whole lot of new terms that day. All right, eight five five. I can still see Deuce's face. He goes, um, "Excuse me, is that called a spliff or a spleef?" <laughs> oh, no one, no one cares. Wow. <laughs> hey, uh, so. Um, Calling from Phoenix is our own Deuce. Deuce, what's up? What's up, guys? So Hello. are you on the way to the airport, in the airport? What's going on? Uh, no, we're, we're still just wrapping up here at the owners' meetings. We uh, we saw the NFC coaches today, Not not obviously not the eventful day that yesterday was with uh, Bill and, and Mr. Kraft speaking. But, uh, yeah, we're just wrapping things up here. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun. So what is your take about yesterday? I mean, because – you know, it's obviously the Patriots were front and center uh, because of the press conferences with Bill and Robert. What what what's your take on everything? Yeah, I got We we were listening to you guys at the start of the show, and uh, I, I I mean I echo a lot of of what you guys are saying. I, I mean, honestly, I feel uh, a, a, a little bit just I don't know. I I I think this season now the drama has raised a little bit for me. Um, you know, some of the contradictions and things, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to, I, I'm trying not to go off like, because I feel like I'm saving that when I come back on Thursday to kind of really unload a, a, how I really feel. Um, but it, it's, it's just walking around, listening to other teams. I mean, there's certainly, look, everybody's still in the team building process and all that. And, you know, we can pe- preach patience, but everything you guys said this morning about everything, I, I uh, to- totally agree. And I mean, I, I just, Deuce is listening. Am I going to be able to talk about this? I'm trying to myself here a little bit from from having to call in and and do, you know, really, really unleash. Yeah. So, like, when it happened yesterday, like, was there, like, as much a buzz among the people there as there was, like, on social media and over here? Yeah, that's a great question, Fred. I mean, it's it's so interesting because, I mean, standing right there on the, you know, right next to them as, as these things are being said and you just know in real time. Uh, the kind of things that, that are, are absolutely going to take hold. I mean, talking with Mike Reese after the, you know, the 25 years comment, I mean, that one, the second that came out, I was like, man, there it is. That's going to be the one that everybody's talking about. Yeah. Uh, you know, didn't the, the Meek Mill thing happened like a little side interview that after his, after Robert's main interview. So I, I wasn't there to actually hear that one, but good you know, job. I, Deuce. I was sitting there Glad right, we sent you out there. Reese came in. Get all the news. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, Reese came running in while I, and he was like, "Oh, hey, 
you know, we just got this little bit from Robert, so he, he kind of broke that one for me. So, um, yeah, it was – you could tell those moments. And then it's, it's funny because, you know, this morning I was just kind of floating listening to the NFC coaches and, uh, and certainly the, the Packers. I mean, they, they won the weekend, I think, for media contingent um, there. Uh, but – yeah, there was, there was, you knew right from the get-go when those things came out that, that, you know, it didn't really feel like all the media like looked around and were like, ooh, but, but you sure knew it was happening. So other than that, like, you know, give us sort of a sense of like what's going on there. I know the Biltmore is an unbelievable looking place, but, you know, tell us other things that are going on. Well, I'm, I'm not going to complain about my flight, but uh, I will say, uh, I did spend 12 hours in the airport on Sunday. Ooh. So, and, and, and then I found out today that, that American, while trying to rebook my flight, actually canceled my flight back. So luckily I discovered that before I went to the airport. So that's, oh. uh, that's my media, my, my travel grousing. Um, but I have to say the party last night was, was pretty cool. Um, you know, that was back here at the Biltmore. And just an absolute who's who of everybody in the NFL. You know, it's like every time you turn around or look at some, you know, it's like, oh, there's so, you know, just everybody broadcasters you know coaches um you know didn't didn't see much of the patriots guys there when we got there but um that was pretty cool actually my dad worked with matt hasselbeck's dad at reebok for a while so i talked to matt hasselbeck a little bit so that was kind of fun um lots of good food just a you know fun party and then uh, we we tap we finished it off as uh, as evan will appreciate with a late night trip to in and out so um, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun and yeah okay what'd you get deuce Oh, that's a classic, the double-double. I think i got to hit it one more time before we head to the airport, too. Um, Animal Chuck, style. I got a yeah, double uh, burger. <laughs> Chuck, I got a double burger. But I, I'm looking forward to getting back. It was fun listening to your guys' takes this morning, and, and certainly it's just I, I think you guys are, are dead on with, with everything you're kind of saying and, you know, some of the contradictions and, you know, the Lamar thing. It's just it's the big elephant in the room right now. And, I, I, I mean, I still think based on – Harbaugh yesterday that it seems to me like he's probably going to go back to Baltimore and it still feels like we're, we're in negotiations but at the same time you know I think it was Evan that just said I mean if this guy's available and you really don't think Mac Jones is the guy and he's in competition with Bailey Zappi then you know go get him like what are we doing yeah well Deuce um, safe travels I hope everything works out with uh, your flight and uh, thanks for calling in we'll see you when you get back here alright thanks guys alright All right. see you Deuce Deuce coming in from Phoenix. Ev, you got a chance to cover some of the Super Bowls and go to the parties, right? Yes. Yeah. See, this, this, I, think, I think that's Mike's first quote-unquote party, oh. NFL party. Yeah. I, when I – the Super Bowl in Atlanta was at the Aquarium, Yep, which was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. But much. I yeah. would say that, uh, you know, we've been we've been to our show. We've been to a few. <laughs> but I would say in terms of just star power, NFL star power, that's probably more – what Deuce just witnessed was more condensed than NFL because NFL you get all the sponsors and all this other you know VIPs. Yeah, uh, and, and this those, was just NFL. At most of those and, parties, and, yeah. like the like the big one at the the aquarium that Evan mentioned, that's an NFL. That's a media party, right? So you see everybody that there is to see in the media, but you're not seeing you're not seeing coaches, NFL no. coaches walk GMs, around or owners right. walk around. You see some, yeah. But not not a ton. Whereas yeah. I think this one, it's all that. Yeah. yeah, all the coaches and all the right the owners and whatnot. Just I'm sure that they're thrilled to have the media, you know, around all the yeah. time. But no socks must have been in his glory. Yeah, no socks uh, had some front and center. Uh, he was uh, holding the light, the you know, the lighting. Yeah, for uh, I think Bill. No, for Robert. For yeah. Robert's because uh, that was outside, right? Yeah, Bill's was inside. Yeah, I love no socks on the road.
Yeah. No socks is fun on the road. Good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's, Leave it at that. Let's go to uh, Ethan in Kentucky. What's up, Ethan? <laughs> Ethan. Good job, Hardy. Ethan in Kentucky. Not there anymore. Let's go to Chris in Scottsdale. Speaking of Phoenix, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Have you seen Deuce? Good, good. Hey, um, Gavin. <laughs> F you, man. You can't call in here and talk like that. I agree. To our new guys? Come on, man. Yeah. Who says that? Honestly. What's he talking about? But uh, The Gavin guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Evan has like a million followers. He can take. Oh no! I will fight that guy. He can come whenever he wants. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't take kindly. You didn't to even the see what that guy looks like. Don't I would care. never pick a fight with someone I haven't seen physically. I mean, that guy might be Don't big care. enough to be able to walk a Great Dane. Might be. Yeah, but we then got you'd be in trouble. Mad on our Up side. My fist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I got a, I got a question for you guys. Okay, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Um, oh, and by the way, Fred. Thanks for picking on me for not knowing Matt, Matt Slater's uh, name last last week when I was calling in in the midst of doing six. Well, I mean, you, you went on this you know. thing about how great a fan you are, and yet you don't even know who Matt Slater is. Yeah, and me watching two games last year. I watched NFL. I just didn't watch our team, you know, puke on themselves every Sunday because we're not, you know, doing the necessary things of being a, a real team. Okay, well, you know, you should be watching. All right, All right. anyway, go but ahead. Here, Here's why I'm calling in, and Fred, I, I do want your thoughts on this, and, and Paul, everybody there. Other than the Ask staff. the question. Um, okay, <laughs> the quarterback that's uh, in the draft, that's that's a Lamar clone. What's his name? Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. What did say is a Lamar Anthony clone? Anthony Richardson. Sure. Why would we not just invest the draft capital to, to go up and get that guy if we're willing to take a quarterback like Lamar on? Who is an iffy, you know, passer of the football, but is electric, you know, moving and you know. Uh, Can I take this one? And grinding Just, it out. You think Anthony Richardson is a more sure thing than Lamar Jackson? No, I'm not saying that he is necessarily. But what I'm trying to say is, you would have him on the rookie contract, right? And that. That's yeah, but what if he can't so play? Amazing. You've invested significant draft capital to move up to get a guy who might not be able to play. But I mean, he, he did not have a good year at Florida last year. But someday he might be Lamar Jackson, Paul. Right. So I well, will see, invest is, in something that I am pretty sure has happened. He's yeah. an MVP. Okay. And Paul, yeah, no, I hear you on that. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm not the best. I'm not the biggest believer in Lamar as as a thrower of the football. I mean, the man is is amazing with his legs, right? Then you don't so want any part of Anthony Richardson, then. Okay. You don't you don't want to you don't want to extend draft capital to move up and get a guy who is far iffier of a prospect than Lamar Jackson was coming out. Agreed. If you ask me, because you see where I was going. I'm just trying to say if you did that and then you had the rookie contract and you actually surrounded him with the same kind of scheme fit, you, you know, wouldn't you be resetting you know your salary cap and I know the cap is crap. But I think you know Anthony. I think Anthony Richardson is. I think calling him a Lamar clone is is not accurate. Um, okay, and I could be up. I'm not claiming a- Anthony know, Richardson is a lot more in stylistically closer to somebody like Josh Allen. Josh was Allen, size wise, yeah. coming out. Uh, Cam Newton coming out. Uh, very, very different ways that they win with their legs uh, than Lamar, and has more 
than his fair share of mechanical flaws as well. Yeah, but he's electric on the field with his legs, and I, I do get that. I guess it's, you know, and I'm definitely, you know, I have to admit, it's not like I know everything about Anthony Richardson in terms of a player. Uh, I just know that his skill set is supposed to be mobile and, you know, rocket cannon arm, but, you know, not accurate. And that basically fits Lamar. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I I think you're grossly right. underselling Thanks, Lamar Scott. and you're grossly overselling Richardson. I mean, just as a point of comparison here, and I know it probably sounds like Evan and I like are lobbying to be Lamar's agents. He needs one, right? Well, we're not. I've been, I'm just saying, I've been like, Lamar's agent. Lamar Jackson at Louisville okay. was in the electric Heisman Trophy winner. Right. Yeah. Not a guy who couldn't even get, go 500 with Florida. Right. Like, the, to compare the two at the college level is insane. Yeah. Lamar's – so I also think that there's – an unfair disconnect with Lamar about his passing ability. Uh, there's a lot, because I, I hear this a lot on calls on our show, calls on other shows, that Lamar is this, is a is a shaky passer, can't throw the football uh, consistently well. And I, I just, I don't think that that's, that's doing him oh, he, a fair. He, I think he's improved vastly. I think he's yeah. good enough as a passer. I don't think uh, he's the most gifted thrower in the league, but it's not like I say, like, Tim Tebow, he just can't throw, oh, no. right? You know, I, I, yeah, I think he's good there enough, are, and I think he would be better in a better scheme. There's areas of the field where I I wouldn't highlight if I had him. Like I wouldn't ask him to throw a bunch outside the numbers because the ball gets a little bit wonky out there. He for gets him. his elbow under the ball sometimes and it floats. Right, but if you want to, if you're going to build the offense. <clears throat> the bill o'brien offense and you're building it through the middle of the field anyways i mean he's he's money on throws between the numbers for the most part you know guy that can really dot it on anticipatory throws coming across the middle a post seams like any of that stuff down the middle of the field uh that that's that's his bread and butter uh, when he was coming out his his biggest issue were his feet he his platform was very very narrow in that he had difficult time stepping through and and really throwing with a good base a solid base so his accuracy was inconsistent but he's really fixed a lot of those things anthony richardson is a complete project uh let's go to willem and Philum. what's up willem hey fred how you doing all right all right um Hey, Alex, I'm with you all the way. Uh, I want Lamar Jackson, too. And, uh, I'm one of the callers that called up here, you know, and wanting, hoping and maybe one day we could get Lamar Jackson, if it, if it's even possible. I know it's kind of a pipe dream at this point, but, you know, anything can happen. You know what I mean? So uh, my question is for Evan. Yes, sir. Uh, so, Evan, so you um, – so what you think – so you think Meek Mills is lying or something? No, I just don't think that, like, why are we taking Meek Mill's word like he's he knows what he's talking about? If you're an athlete, would you rather break okay. news to Adam well, Schefter or Meek well, Mill? Why, okay. I, I'm just, well, what makes you think? So why would he call Mr. Kraft up and say that? Because no, maybe Lamar Jackson I mean, asked him to, or or maybe he's just joking around with with a friend of his. Like I think, I, that that's the I thing. Think I think you're questioning everything uh, about that, though, uh, Evan. Yeah, because it's it's a rapper. It's not any like he doesn't but talk to every I mean, athlete I, wants okay, to be a rapper. And you're a media, and so what? <laughs> so what? What does that mean? Because he's a rapper, so you're a media, and that doesn't mean nothing. No, no. I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not. not I'm, I'm not with Evan on, on like the whole Meek Mill thing, but I, I I think there are a million reasons why it may or may not be accurate. I think Lamar Jackson could have told him to do it. What if, I mean, what I'm but saying he doesn't necessarily not, mean it. He's just trying to drum up. I don't, I don't, 
maybe he's trying maybe, to drum maybe, up his contract. He's maybe trying to get his deal done. Maybe this, this. I'm not saying that Meek Mill purposely lied to to Robert Kraft, and I'm not saying that Robert Kraft lied about the conversation that he had with Meek Mill. I'm just saying that I don't think it's any more realistic than I thought it was yesterday before this happened, just because Meek Mill of all people claims that he wants to play for the Patriots. That's right. all. I, look, I know. Look, I know it's a pipe. I know it's a pipe dream at this point, and we all wishing and hope I get. It. Trust me, my my expectations are really low about it. So it's just no. But just to hear this little bit of news, I ain't lie. I'm a little bit excited. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, not as excited as Alex. It gets you going. You know, me and William are on the same oh, page. Yeah, so, oh, but like, keep, manis- keep manifesting. Yeah, but what I'm thinking is like, it. I would love to see him on a page. Oh yeah, so. but what I'm thinking is like, you know, it could be somebody who. Meek Mill knows who told somebody who told somebody got to Meek Mill and Meek Mill's just passing along. Hey, I heard Lamar Jackson wants to be a Patriot. You know, like we don't even know how many it's gossip. Yeah, we don't know how far away Meek Mill is from right. the. Original I wouldn't source. imagine too far. Like yeah. these guys love rappers. They're in the same circles. They're no, at I the know. parties. Talk like him, it's. Talk to him, thank you. Yeah, but, but, he, but nobody's saying. <laughs> but he, yeah. that's not what we're I saying. Think you're fixing. No, but you were saying how do we know this is even true? It came from Meek Mill. You said that earlier in the show. How do I know it's even Why true? Why not Because be true? how do I know that it's actually realistic and it's actually a real thing in the eyes of of, of the Baltimore decision? makers and Lamar Jackson and the Patriots yeah. I'm not saying that Meek I agree Mill is with lying Evan. I'm just saying it's not that, about Meek Mill no. telling the truth or not it's about what is, is, what is the validity it to it yes. what difference does it make what Meek Mill thinks I think it's not what he thinks it's just he's passing along information hey Lamar is interested in being a Patriot Yeah, Great. I think that Lamar isn't yeah. really interested in anything I think Lamar is interested in drumming up his marketability yeah. Yeah. I think he wants to get his contract as big as it can be it just like I said Meek Mill saying this does not make but it any more uh, of a done deal that Lamar Jackson is coming. I don't that's, think anyone's saying that though. That's all. Like it's not but about you, like questioning you, Meek Mill's like validity or yeah credentials right. or anything like I that. I don't care. I just well, feel I like it's it seems to me it's a pretty obvious to me contract ploy. It's a it's a negotiation. Like if you really you, want it, like if you if you're trying to get the biggest contract you can get, like supposedly he's turned down over two hundred million guaranteed from Baltimore, right? If you're trying to get the biggest contract you could get, would the Patriots be high on that list for you? No. But but does it but does it benefit Lamar Jackson to have the uh, Patriots attached to it? How many times have we seen that over the years? Yeah, you want as many teams in the mix as possible. But but Uh, the Patriots are an important one because that generates national interest. Yeah. When the Patriots are tied to a guy. Especially when the owner will say it. But just just to piggy bang a little bit off of what Alex said, Evan, is just you know, yeah, Mr. Kraft has a little connection with, with Meek Mills, Rick Ross, Jay-Z. I mean, you know, I mean, they at the games sometimes, too. I mean, you know, so they do talk and whatnot. So, I mean, you know, and I don't think Mr. Kraft is going to just give his number out to anybody like that. You know? Oh, no. So, okay. I'm I, sorry I, that I, I, I took a no, shot I, at No, there's no doubt. Who knew Meek Mill was There's no doubt that Meek Mill has Robert Kraft's cell phone number. That's not even a question. Correct. My question is, no, like, they're friends. is this they're is friendly? This, is this Lamar Jackson telling Meek Mill or is this – you know, five different people removed right. telling somebody, and it gets to Meek Mill. And it really was a conversation right. where Lamar well, originally said, I'd play for this team, this team, this team, and this team. I, I think you know, I don't very, know. I, I, don't I, know. Don't, I don't discount it. I'm with Alex. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that, that probably Lamar Jackson told Meek Mill, I would like to play for the Patriots. Yeah, I just have diff- it is. I just have yeah. different reasons why I think he may have done that. Yeah, right. I think he did it to try to get a bigger contract from and, somebody. And, and my whole thing is I just right. don't care. 
because right. at the end of the day, the I only, don't think there's any the, chance. The only person that matters of uh, you know, the only people that matter here are Lamar Jackson himself and Bill Belichick. So Meek Mill being the third party here is cool. Like <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't make Lamar Jackson a patriot just because. So Meek if Mill Robert said Kraft it. said anyone else texted him and expressed interest in well, being if he a said patriot, his mother, like, if, 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 if Robert Kraft said we have had discussions with Lamar Jackson right. about becoming a patriot, I would say. Okay, like That's this different. is real. Meek Mill saying uh, to hey Robert, uh, I, you know I was with Lamar at the club last night, and he said that he wants to be a Patriot. Like, okay, that's his direct word. I believe the call was real, though, Evan. I believe that he. Called. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not disputing. I don't know why that. people are disputing whether or not Meek Mill actually texted this it's, to it's, Robert I think Kraft. people oh, are just. It, it, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But Evan's not either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. But people are still. But we're fixating on this part of it. Yeah. No, I, did. I just don't think it means anything. It's a football decision. Does does the person that runs the football department here at one Patriot place want Lamar Jackson? Yes or no. Does Lamar Jackson want to play here? Yes or no. If Meek Mill has information that he does, then that's one box checked. We still got another person that we got to convince that it's the right thing to do, and it has nothing to do okay. with Meek Mill. That's all I'm saying. True. True. All right. Do you want Do you want uh, Lamar Jackson? He's my favorite player in the league. So, absolutely. Okay? <laughs> no. But I We're all on the okay. Lamar. I know, he's the, I know he's the best player in the league, but that's not. I'm asking you, do you want him? Yes or no? Yes. I, okay. I am, I am trying to keep my fandom. You don't have at, to convince us. We don't write checks for $240 million. Right. I'm with you, Evan. That's I just wanted to know if you were the best Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, thanks, Will. Thanks. William, keep I, I, manifesting I, for us. I love that was the, a good call. I love the people. Love like William, is, William is one of the better <laughs> callers. So I, I love the people in social that say, I'll take Lamar Jackson if the money's right. The money's never going to be right. Not my money either. Yeah. That's what I don't get. So it's I, not I, my that's money. That's one thing we were definitely worried, I will spend anyone favorite, else's if, money. If you're worried about it's the money, Alex's comment it. is my favorite comment about sports in general. I don't understand. I'll never get I it. understand why teams do it for obvious reasons. I don't understand why fans ever would look at it from that perspective. It's like, well, if, if we can get him at the right price. What do you care what the price that's is? That's a poor person's mindset. Like I, I don't I don't get it. I don't I understand it. I think they try they try to play GM, right? That's what it is. And they the, do it in all sports too. I but mean, the guy here has convinced them that value is this very important thing and that getting a deal on every deal is the <laughs> is the bottom line. But the only that, sport that it would even come into my mindset would be the NHL. Hockey, it's because it's such a hard cap. Right. So if I give Pasternak thirteen million instead of eleven million, that affects me. Yeah, that doesn't come into play in any other sport. I agree with that. If I give the guy a couple of million more than he really, really deserves, it doesn't matter in any other sport. But it matters to fans. And I, I like again, I understand why it would matter to Robert Kraft. I don't want to pay more for a guy than he's worth for obvious reasons. Why do I want to pay more than I have to? But for a fan to sit there and say, if the price is right with Lamar Jackson, right. what do you care? Yeah. Do you think the guy's any good? Yeah. Right. Like, it, if you end up paying him 45 a year instead of 43 a year, what do you care? You know, and forget about the draft picks. The reason why you have draft picks is to eventually have guys like Lamar Jackson on your team. You know? So giving up yeah, draft now, picks is if someone irrelevant. says, I don't think Lamar Jackson's that good. Now, the three of us are obviously... In a different yeah, now category. That's different. Mm -hmm. But I, that I understand. If yeah. a fan says, you know what, I don't think Lamar Jackson's that good. The guy in Arizona who's comparing 
Richardson. Anthony Richardson to Lamar Jackson. He obviously doesn't think as much of Jackson as we do. Yeah. Yeah. Totally understood. Then you're out. You don't want him. And I get that. Not everybody looks at players and has the same opinion of the player. Uh, Joe in Delaware writes in, first, the caller from Colorado should be a Broncos fan like Fred. Uh, Evan for president of Patriots player personnel. Fred, do you still have that Elway jersey? I do somewhere. Yeah. Uh, second, regarding the differences in messaging between Kraft and Bill is just a difference in messaging. I'm calling it Lamar to the Patriots. I can see through all this Bill said, Robert said stuff, or is it wishful thinking? If it comes out before the end of the show on Thursday that Lamar is a Patriot, I want a PU shirt. Uh, I think Speaking they, of which, you're going to do yeah, any Yeah, I should uh, probably questions. give away a shirt. I think they are pursuing Lamar. There are a lot of moving pieces. Robert is optimistic it's going to happen, and Bill is waiting for it to be a done deal. Okay. Um, let's see. So we should give away a T-shirt, right? Give away a T-shirt. Yeah. Then I want to get into the uh, Lamar Jackson. All right. We'll there. give away a Patriots unfiltered T-shirt. First person with the correct answer emailed to webradio at patriots.com will win the T-shirt. And this should be an easy one. What is Evan Lazar's go-to lunch place? What is Evan Lazar's go-to lunch place? Have we talked about that on the air a lot. I think we have. Like off air, it's as easy as it can get. Yeah. Um, so first answer, correct answer to webradiopatriots.com. Uh, Matt, as soon as you see it, call it out so that we don't get flooded with emails. Uh, don't be shy. Just scream them uh, out. I think you know we already answers. have it. We oh, already nice. have it. Wow. Yeah. You're not paying attention. No, man. I'm paying attention. They just come in so fast, they disappear. Okay. I'm impressed. Yeah. No, they just came flooded in. You got it? Well, why don't you just name the well, first I don't one that you saw? Evan has like a cult following, so I, <laughs> I Yeah, he probably, talks, when we go on probably talks about it on Catch-22. When we go on the road, w- when we get the information about where we're staying. No, I, you don't. I put it into Google Maps and oh, I make no, sure that don't. there's one of these nearby. You go and all w- around the country and, and you don't want to try the city's cuisine. You don't want to. No, nope, just this place. Well, especially if it's a one o'clock game, because then I, I need to get it the night before because it won't be open in the morning before we head to the stadium. So I, I order it the night before. He's a very regimented Same. young man. And, uh, and that's <laughs> Creature how I have it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have the winner. Sam in Kentucky. Sam in Kentucky. The answer is Jersey Mike's. Good Best. job. So a sub above. Good everybody job. Else. Good job, Sam in I'm Kentucky. I'm a big Jersey Mike's fan. Oh, it's Fantastic. the best franchise uh, sub place around. Can't beat it. Yep. Um, so I brought up the Baltimore thing a couple of, uh, like maybe last week. Lamar, like what you think of Baltimore, and this is another part of the equation. It's just how close do you think Lamar Jackson will put the Patriots to being a Super Bowl team? I don't have to go through the whole thing. Like I don't think a lot of people feel like the Ravens are a Super Bowl contender. I think a lot of people would tell you the Raiders, uh, the Ravens probably have more talent on their roster than the Patriots do. But yet, if Lamar Jackson comes to the Patriots, Super Bowl, well, right. championship. I, I do think that that does speak to a little bit of the clout that Bill still has among fans and, and just people in the league that if you give him a player of that caliber at the most important position, he'll figure out how to put the rest of I think you become a together. lock for the playoffs. I do not think that you... Harbaugh's a pretty good coach, too. I don't think you're a lock uh. for the Super Bowl. I agree. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> Harbaugh's <laughs> a pretty good But you're, ma- you're making my point. Right, no, I, I used to say. Yeah. But to go back to what I said earlier, you now have a bus driver. And Bill can... We, we've seen that Bill can build the bus. It's... It's the driver yep. that's one of one that you can't just pick from a tree. You got to go out and find that guy. So I think that people would just have a lot of faith in the fact that if you give a former 
MVP of the league who's still in the prime of his career age-wise to Bill Belichick that they're going to be a, a, a real tough out for whoever they play, and I, I Instantly tend to agree. Instantly relevant. Yeah, oh, Instantly Omar relevant. has so much great, respect, great to phrase. Who knows who he'd bring along. Well, that's one of the things, like, if I'm any team, but if I'm Robert Kraft and I'm going to you know, just back up the truck for Lamar, I sit him down and say, Lamar, great to have you on the team. We're going to get all this money, but I'm going to need you to do some marketing stuff. Well, you know, here's the you thing. You got to go make TikToks with Yeah, Alex. I'm going to need you to. You what know. offensive guys has he gotten to sign with the Ravens? That's a fair question. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're now the face of our team. Oh, oh you're talking about marketing. Marketing. I'm talking about what Alex is talking about. Okay, like getting well, guys if, to come if up Lamar's play. on. Okay, let's recruit to Baltimore or let's recruit to Boston with Bill Belichick. Again, I'm with Fred. I think John Harbaugh is. Definitely. A great head coach. Definitely. Maybe he's not Bill, but he's I think really the issue good. is with Baltimore is that they have a a program in terms of team building that's very similar, similar to here and they're very they're a hard line team just like the Patriots are where this is our this is our math Philosophy, equation yeah. and we're not balking, you know, we're not moving away from it. So it's possible that Lamar Jackson could say to DeAndre Hopkins, Hey, why don't you come play with me in Baltimore? But yeah, you can get that. I'm are the Ravens going to pay him twenty million dollars? DeAndre Hopkins twenty million dollars a year. They're not one of those organizations that tends to do that, which is why I think we're in the mess that we're in with Lamar to begin with, is because they don't want to just pay him. something to add to this whole thing. You know, all the excitement. I I think it's I think you're a lock for the playoffs if you had Lamar Jackson. I don't think you're a lock for the Super Bowl. No, the division is just yeah. daunting. Yeah. I still don't think you're even winning the division. With Lamar Jackson, it could it could be tough, I, but you know maybe you can pick off a game from the Bills with Lamar Jackson. Oh, I, I think you're a lock for the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jack and Ann Arbor, Uh The reason why Bill Belichick doesn't want to pay a prima donna wide receiver twenty million is because the prima donna wide receiver is often the type of guy who doesn't block on running plays. <laughs> if oh, you're no. paying him twenty million, then you're stuck paying him, even though he doesn't block on running plays. I can imagine. Few things Belichick would hate more than having to play a guy who doesn't do his job when he doesn't get the ball. So this, to me, is the biggest. This is the biggest frustration I have with Bill over anything else that he does. Is that I agree with the emailer. I think he thinks like that, and unfortunately, in in today's football, like this, this to me is not about anything besides evolving. This is not. We're not coaching the 80s Giants anymore, all right? We got to evolve with the times and recognize that guys like Stephon Diggs and Tyree Kill contribute as much to winning as their quarterbacks do in some respects. So, yeah, maybe he won't, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is going to throw a Julian Edelman-esque block in the open field for one of his guys. But the only reason why one of his guys is probably catching and running with the football in space is because DeAndre Hopkins is on the field. Right. If you want to say that that's one of the reasons why Bill doesn't believe in that, I won't necessarily disagree. But but you have to also say that he's wrong. Yes. Like, what do you think of Travis Kelsey as a blocker? Good. It's terrible. No, he's pretty good. Travis Kelsey? Yeah, sure. He's I'd never s- thrown a block in his career. <laughs> he's better now than he used to be. I'll give him that. Like, Bill wouldn't really have much interest in that. Okay, great. Don't have any interest in the guys that are, you know, difference makers in winning titles. Uh, Rich in New York City writes in, I trust Meek Mill, one of my favorite rappers, over guys like Scott Zolak and Chris Sims. Same. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't That's say crazy. that. That's just a different conversation. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, Milak you trust Meek Mill, who day. has no journalistic background, no, <laughs> like, sources that he has to worry about. He can make anything up at will. He's not bound to anything. <laughs> and you trust him more than... I mean, I, I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I find it hard to believe. I, I trust a guy's friend over a guy who's, like, Adam Schefter is in the business. Like he didn't that, say Adam Schefter. Well, Zoe's not making stuff up. Chris Sims. He did not making so stuff up. lied to us last he week. He did lie to us last week. Were you in? Or he was that the March Madness lie. Day? He didn't lie. He said he, he, was going off of, he was going off of his gut instinct. He wasn't yeah. trying to break news. Right. That's what he said. So what kind of journalistic integrity is gut instinct? It was no journalism. Right. He was That's on a I, talk show. Right. So it's the same to me. You know? No, it's not. I just think that it's... I think Meek Mill's keeping it real. I us. think it is our job. I think you have an affinity for Meek Mill that I <laughs> don't really Mill, understand. Dreams and that Nightmares. That was in prison like two years ago. Meek Mill's album that he came out with my freshman year of college got me into the best shape of my life. So yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be forever now, indebted now, to him. Now it's all coming <laughs> this together. This is like a separate conversation. This is, this is, this this is definitely... Is a separate conversation. No, that's irrelevant to, the, that's irrelevant Meek, to anything. Meek Mill here. has been very overrated as an artist. I'm sorry. I do not listen to Evan's pr- point of view on rap, so... Uh, okay. It's my <laughs> favorite. J. Cole. Uh-oh. Meek uh-oh, Mill. Uh-oh. Just my favorite genre of music, but okay. Mine too. Uh, anyways, I... This is not... not Doesn't need to be done on air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're wrong. He doesn't want to go toe-to-toe to with me on rap music. I just... Air it out. We have plenty of time. Air it out. <laughs> okay, so... Who do you so, like? In rap, Kanye yeah. West is his favorite. Which Kanye is Kanye is my favorite, but, I, but now you're not allowed to say that anymore. I as a Jew, we'll I, it, it hurts. I, I would say my favorite rapper is probably Kendrick, but I I, I just the Meek Mill thing. He, Dreams and Nightmares is like a good hype up song. I, I that I don't know if you've gone into the weeds on his other. His I, I'm really sets, I'm though. really. It, it, he is not one of the better rappers of of my generation of rappers. I'm not putting him in any of those categories with Kanye, with Jay Z, with Kendrick, uh, with Andre 3000, uh, with any of those guys. Like we're we're talking about at least a notch or two below. Uh, all of, all this respect for, in the world for his uh, his celebrity friendships with with the owner of the Patriots aside. And I, who's the other guy? Ruben, right? Yeah, I. With Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Fred, right? Yeah, Mike Rubin. Yeah, yeah. Rick Rubin. No, no, no Michael Rubin. Michael. My, oh, like Rubin. the fanatic. Oh, I thought you were talking Fanatics about the guy. musician. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm not a Meek Mill guy. I'm just not. So who else That's do you that. like besides Meek Mill? Kendrick Lamar is my favorite rapper. Kanye. Yeah. Will really likes Kendrick up there Lamar too. He went to, to the Garden last year. Um, I love Freddie Gibbs. I don't know Freddie. It's a good Gibbs. one. I don't um, know that one. I'll make. Uh, I'll get you guys a definitive list later. I'll put it on if, Twitter. If you're or something. like Alex like said, Cole. if you are looking for like a workout playlist, then then Meek Mill might be on your workout. And playlist. talk to the athletes though. Talk to the athletes about who they're listening to. They love Meek. Yeah, because he's he's one of their guys. Yeah, but see, the athletes to me are like my kid. Like I don't really care what he's listening to. <laughs> I don't. He's so much younger than me. Like so every once in a while, Will and TJ put something on. I'm like, oh, who's that? I like that. But it's so infrequent. Yeah. The rest of it is so disrespectful stuff. I don't believe that they... I can't believe that my wife hasn't, like, destroyed both of them for some of the stuff they listen mm. to. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's so disrespectful. My mom used the to be The new age rap stuff gets... I can't do. Yeah, my mom used to be very... 
she used to be very angry about some of the music that yeah. would come out of my and you my know me like I'm not like I'm teenager. not a shrinking violet like it, it stuff doesn't offend me there's stuff that offends me I'll never forget my mom's face the day I had a burned CD of the Carter three by Lil Wayne and was playing yeah Lil Wayne's a good one she got over mm-hmm. it though yeah uh, Kevin in Dublin uh, there's Sugar a Sugar Hill Gang good yeah. good rap. Uh, there's a bad Run smell DMC. coming from the Patriots at the NFL owners meeting. Kraft Ooh. continues to speak openly about the Patriots' shortcomings last season, and at this stage of the offseason, I would have expected him to have moved on to look ahead to 2023. But by continuing to look back at the failures, he seems to be openly acknowledging that Bill Seed is getting toasty. Meanwhile, Bill seemed even more uncomfortable than usual in his press conference, and I believe his comment about the past 25 years was foolish and arrogant. These two... Uh, do not seem to be uh, singing off the same hymn sheet even after the coaching changes, and I feel that the Wickersham awkwardness has crept back into play. Can we assume this season is a playoffs or pink slip season? Ugh. I'm getting there. Yeah. I I think it could be. I yeah. really, I, I'm leaning that way. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's pretty apparent to everybody. I thought, I Mr. Kraft's quote of when he was asked about Shula's record and he said, I love Bill to break Shula's record, but we're about winning. We're about but, winning. But isn't that record about winning? But he, I think he means, I know. Yeah. You know what he means. And yeah. I, I it's like, 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 like he needs 18. I think. Yeah. If he like, breaks it this year, that'd be a pretty good season. Pre- pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. There's a chance not to, not surprisingly, Fred and I are going to attack this from different there's a chance that it goes three years before you break that. Yeah. Like two and a half. Like you yeah. you only won eight games last year. Right. So what if you win eight or fewer again this year? Right. So now you're into your third season. You know, there's a chance that it's going to take – I mean, more than likely if he stays and everything, it, he does it in 24, at some point in 24. But there's a chance it's not until 25. Can you can you stick around? Can, can you keep him around if you're Robert Kraft and – if you don't break it this year and you don't break it next year, you didn't make the playoffs in either one of those years, more than likely, unless you really bought them out in one of those years, and I don't think that's going to happen. At some point, you just need a philosophical change of how you approach the whole thing. It's not just about in-game coaching or game planning because I still think Bill is at the top of the top with and those that's two when, things. When I said to Todd, and, he, of course, everything you say he like he'll use against you in the court of law, <laughs> When I said to Todd that I don't think Bill has lost anything off his fastball, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I still think that he can put together a game plan and adjust on the fly accordingly during the course of a game and not make a ton of mistakes. I'm not telling you he's flawless, like with his clock management, his timeout use, and things like that. But I think he's still the best at that. I think the other stuff, is come. I think it's rightly come into question. Yeah, I think the draft – looms large i think draft they've got to hit his personnel usage yeah you know some of the decisions of all the comments made yesterday maybe the one that is the most important is when robert says i've never not given him what he needs that's putting it all on him that's putting it all on bill you got anything you need including money so whoever you want go get him and if you want if you really want to delve into this like this whole sort of dueling agendas that we saw yesterday, and I think Alex and Evan both talked about this isn't the first time. We, I think you mentioned last year. In the mm-hmm. Just think about, like, in Vegas, when you guys were out in Vegas and Bill's talking about the Taj Mahal that they're practicing right. in. Right, What do you think that was a reference to? Right. 
Like, I wish he we had that. He wants better facilities here. I wish we had that. Yep. Yep. It seems like it's the... Like, I remember my kid would come home when he was looking. Oh, yeah, you know, Bill, Bill, Billy's house is so great. And my wife would get so mad. We have a nice house, too. You know, like. Did she ever tell him, why don't you go live with Billy? Yeah. That's what Beth would And say. I know he didn't, great, like. go move in. I know he didn't mean it that way, but, like, she would take it, you know, that way. Like, don't, you know, be happy with what you got. Yeah. I feel like it with Bill, it's just so many of, like, the CEO decisions that he's made. From yeah. the roster, from the coaching staff, like those are the things that just seem to have gone around. The way that he manages the game, the way that he game plans, the way that he coaches up individual players, I think is as good as ever. It just seems like that philosophy is. It, it might it might be outdated at at this point. It, it might just that's my concern is that he's still trying to put the team together the same way he always has with the same kinds of players. Yeah, that he always has, and I don't think it works anymore. Uh, yeah. Joel's in Hull. What's up, Joel? Hey, Fred. Hey, everyone. Hey. Um, Paul, you might remember this, and Fred, I know you might remember this. Remember when um, Bill Pastels left? It was because of the groceries. Is this turning into that type of a situation? Because uh, it sounds like it from a fan's perspective, slowly. Well, it, it, it definitely there could be a fracture, but not the same, because in that one, Parcells is saying that he couldn't get who he wanted. And in this one, Robert's saying he can get anything, anybody he wants. I don't tell him who to get. So it's, it is a little yeah. different in the in the technicality. Yeah, I think the end game might be the same, but how yeah. they're getting there, I agree with Fred, Joel. And I think that, that Robert is going out of his way, in my opinion, to make sure it's not perceived that way. You know, I, I, I The last guy said that I didn't let him do what he wanted to do. Yeah, The last great coach I had complain that I meddled too much. I think he's trying to tell you to the contrary, I give him everything he needs. Yeah. Whatever he's asked for, I've given him. Cuz you know, back then, you know, it was famously, you know, I, I think it was Parcells wanted Cedric Jones in the draft and, you know, they took Terry Glenn, Tony Brackens. Tony Brackens and um, you know, so Kraft said, you know, haters say it's Cedric Jones I don't know. he wasn't as good a player. I don't know <laughs> if Kraft actually said it or it was said you know through a conduit but you know we spend millions on our scouting department we're going to listen to them when it comes time for the draft you know and so Kraft kind of pushed it off onto you know this is what scouting was telling me to do not what I wanted to do Um, but it's the same you know it's the same thing do you find um that um how many years have you felt that we've gone all in uh besides 2007 and 2021 uh 2021 I think I think, we've had a lot of I think there's been other I think yeah. the year that they brought in Revis oh, oh, 03 I would say was an all in year with like Roosevelt Colvin um, yeah. that was a big see people look at the money now and it's comical it is right like yeah. do you remember 07 was all in do you know what they paid Wes Welker it 5 was, years 17 million right oh and, and I was up in arms well even the like, year, what even the year <laughs> they 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 brought in Bolden uh not Bolden yeah uh Oh, the Raven, the linebacker. Adelius Thomas. Adelius oh, Thomas. That was 07. That yeah. was an all-in yeah. year. I yeah. think Joel – to me, Joel's got it. 07 is the most obvious all – it was like, uh, you know, you had um, – why can't I think of his name now? Dante um, Star- Starworth. Starworth, yeah. yep. Starworth was the number one guy on the market. And then, you know, you end up doing the trade for Welker. Then you have – Moss fall in your lap, and he, that that's but that wasn't you, really all in. That but was that a, no, no, no. They but got like, him on a bargain. No, they yeah. got Moss on a bargain. Right. But when you're all in, is when you've already made moves to get 
wide receivers and then someone come. No, 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 no. We'll right. take him too. Right. That's being all in. Oh, yeah. So in other words, instead of, well, we lost Jacoby Myers, so we'll get Juju Smith. He might be a little bit better. Yeah. Why not both, as you like to say? Right. You know? Yeah. That's being all in. Game, right? Yeah. Being all in is saying we're going to re-sign yeah. Myers and get a guy who we think is better than Myers. That's what – it just – it baffles me that it's just all the same guy. So the guy in 07 – They're one-for-one one swaps. That recognized that Randy Moss and Wes Welker and Dante Stallworth would help the team, and they almost had the greatest season in the history of this – I still think it is the greatest season, even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, but that's maybe another topic for another day. And then the, even the guy that traded for Brandon Cooks, who traded a first-round pick for Brandon Cooks yeah. for one year of service. Right. That was an all-in year. I would say 03, 07. Yeah. I, I would say 14, you mentioned – uh, you know, I think you can make an argument for 21. I think that that was a little different because they were just they trying to get back all, to level at correct. that point. They right. had to, in, like, infuse the roster with some talent in 21. I just feel like oh, the, thanks, it's, thanks, it, it baffles me that that's the same guy, but then that same guy won't do it now. You know, Like, where's the Brandon Cooks trade now? Because this is – they need it more now than they needed it in where's 17. Where's your Messiah now, Moses? Yeah. In 17, they still had Gronk. They still had Edelman. Like – he was a cherry on top in 17. Right. Uh, Shoddy is in Houston. What's up, Shoddy? Hey, how's it, guys? How's it going? Good. I uh, hope you're all doing well. I wanted to ask a question regarding Lamar and the consensus about him uh, around the league. So I know you're more uh, in touch with, you know, what people around the NFL are saying, and I wanted to see why, you know, he isn't getting paid or other teams – and other owners, GMs, coaches are not really that high on him. Because when I look at him, I think he's like a unicorn in terms of NFL, you know, quarterback talent. He can run excellent passer. He can elevate a team. And then we see, you know, these teams that are paying, I think, quarterbacks that can grow on trees really like Mac, Derek Carr, uh, Desmond Ritter. All these quarterbacks are getting, you know, backed and, uh, you know, given support by these teams that I think need better quarterback play. So kind of want to see why teams are not going in to try and win with Lamar. Yeah. I, I, well, the easy answer is he's not truly free. It's a tricky to – fi- to find a, situ- a situation where all of the stars align for Lamar, the trade capital, uh, the obviously just the financial commitment to Lamar Jackson, the need for a quarterback – all, it's not that many teams. Like I know it sounds like it should be every team right. in the league, but when you really start to whittle it down, it, it's... but if he was truly just an unrestricted free agent, I think one of those dozen or so teams that you can make an argument for, and Shoddy rattled off a couple of them that should be interested in Lamar Jackson. I think they would have signed him. Yeah, but it's not only signing him; it's signing him to a deal that Baltimore is not going to match, and being willing to cough up whatever it takes if it's a trade yeah. or if it's not a trade. It's two first-round picks. And like you said, Paul, once you make the commitment that you're going after him, you've totally disrupted your quarterback. Right, if you're Atlanta and you Because if just, you don't get him, now you're stuck with the guy who right. he knows. There's, there's you you didn't really want me. You wanted him. And the funny thing you know? is is that we don't even know if the Patriots are actually flirting with Lamar Jackson, but we still have that problem. Right. Now because we have the problem. We, we, we've created the problem for ourselves yeah. without well, even actually knowing. we know they are because for... Meek Mill said so, right, Alex? Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't even know if they're going after the guy, Thanks, but Shoddy. we've still com- created the But I agree the, with Shoddy. I agree with you, and I know Evan does too. Too. Like yeah. I, I, the guy I think is a special talent. I just think it's 
it's a special circumstance. He's not truly free. And I think that the whole guaranteed thing is a big part of it. Like, he wants that what Deshaun Watson got, and I think the owners are hell-bent on not continuing that. Precedent. And at this point, he needs to get it just to prove his point. Because if he doesn't get it... That's why. Don't you think it makes more sense for him to just sign something with Baltimore for a shorter term? Like, three years, if, $150 million. Guaranteed. Assuming that the market is as dry on him as it appears that it is, I think the smartest thing for him is to probably play on the franchise tag next year. Now, with his playing style, I can understand right. being wary of that because there's not, the financial commitment's not there. But then they would have to tag him again next year. You're running out of gas. Wait, wait, for <laughs> He's looking at I was Alice. letting Evan talk. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's yeah. like leaning on her. T- she was all wound up with the Meek Mill talk early right. in the show. No way. No, I'm just, she had a jump in her step about Lamar Jackson. He's mid-sentence. I would play on the tag if I was him. No, I think that makes. I think because that makes some sense. At the end of the day, he's yes, just making it, the same gamble he made last. The franchise tag for quarterbacks is not as bad a thing as it's made out to be by the players. I understand why most yeah. players don't like it, but like, it, it, it's. I think you can really parlay it to a lot, like right. Kirk Cousins did. It's a risk because you're leaving probably a hundred million dollars guaranteed on the table that you might get. But at the same time, I thirty-two million dollars. It's literally thirty-two million dollars in your pocket immediately. So it, it's guaranteed money. That that that's that's not chump change either. So all right, let's give away another Patriots unfiltered T-shirt. First correct answer to Web Radio at Patriots.com wins the T-shirt. And the question is, which brand of washing machine does Fred claim <laughs> is the best? It's the best. Which brand of washing machine does Fred claim is the best? Correct first correct answer to web radio at patriots.com wins a t shirt. So uh, Matt is monitoring the mailbox, and so as soon as we get the right answer, he'll he'll interrupt me. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to back to the uh, ace ticket hotline. Kyle's in Charleston, South Carolina. What's up, Kyle? Hey, how you go- hey, how you guys doing? We've got a winner. Who, who's the winner? Hold, hold on, Kyle. Andrew in L.A. Andrew in L.A. Congratulations. And the answer is, of course, Speed Queen. Speed Queen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good to know. Evan's like, what? Evan and Alex are like. No, me and Fred talked about this the leaving the show, show one day. I'm all in with him. Yeah, oh, you like Speed Queen, too? I'm for all your industrial washing needs? Is there anything they wrong used with to the make Whirlpool? Things or is that the just... right way. They don't make as much stuff the right way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just look don't at, get a Samsung. Look That's at all your, I'd say. Look at the drum in your washing machine. Is it steel? Probably not. It's probably plastic. That's right. Yeah. Speed Queen steel. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I never do laundry. I don't care. Sorry about that, Kyle. I What's beg up? Your pardon. What's up, Kyle? <laughs> I do more laundry than anyone at my house. Hey, good for Beth. Well, she well, makes I'm all happy the money. For her, if that's she the makes truth. all the money. I do the laundry. <laughs> there you go. It's a good swap. It's a good setup. Uh, um, my thing is with Lamar, he's a great quarterback. I'm not going to take that away from him. The only reason I wouldn't want to see him with New England is his play style and the, the Patriots were more of a pocket passing type deal. Lamar's more of a mobile get on the run. And last year we saw the injuries kind of plague him a little bit. And honestly, I'm kind of comfortable with, with either Matt Jones stepping up he killed it in college. Uh, he led Alabama to an undefeated season and winning the chip. And Zappy, when he had to come in, Zappy was just, he was lighting up. 
I also think Zappi and Jones are way better than we're giving them credit for. Okay. I don't necessarily disagree with, with that last piece of that call. I think the one thing that you have to look at with Lamar is I'm not concerned about it schematically. I'm not concerned about his playing style. I'm not concerned about any of those things. But you do have to start targeting some different players to fit the system with the running game that you're going to have to use with him. So they don't really have a great blocking tight end, right? Gasicki and and Hunter Henry are not great blockers at that position. They don't have a Patrick Ricard, uh, who's kind of a Swiss army knife fullback. Bring him back. Jakob Johnson. They need to, with the Raiders, they need to start. If that is the case and they break, if they're, they trade their first round pick for Lamar, then in the second round, Darnell Washington from Georgia should be a Patriot, right? Like you need to start going out and getting guys to build that system around him so that it it resembles what Baltimore, I think that that's the one thing that you'd have to do is personnel wise. You would have to start really pivoting to bringing in guys that can build a system that Lamar would thrive in. Thanks Kyle. Although do you think that, the urgency to do that when he was a rookie is not as bad as it is now. Like, we really have to, like, craft our offense so that he can play in it. As of now, where he's learned things now, where maybe he's a little bit more flexible. Like, you know, you don't Yeah, have... but I do think you want to take advantage of his... Oh, no doubt. ...his ability to run those zone yeah, reads. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think, to Evan's point, I think you probably want a better point-of-attack blocker. Yep. On the end, no, that's why I bring bring back Jakob. Plus, he speaks German. But you yeah, can't bring him back like, next year. I see where friends just take, at. You can't just take the other team's just, players just and put them on your team. Just take. He's <laughs> on another team. Yeah, so, and by the way, he led the way for Josh Jacobs having the best year of his career last year. I don't think Josh McDaniels is going to say, "You know what, Bill? Uh, you got Lamar now. Why don't you take him?" Josh shows need him. us. I think you do look at uh, what Billy O ran with Deshaun Watson in Houston which was a little bit more Patriot-like than what Baltimore runs with Lamar currently. And I do think that Lamar could run that system with its own dressing on it because it's a different player. But I think he could survive in the pocket and play in the pocket, though, similarly to the way Didn't Deshaun Watson did. that, certainly toward the end of Watson, O'Brien, and Houston, that three tight end thing? Yeah. Right, and, and they weren't stars. It was like no, uh, Jordan Atkins, Atkins and, I, and those Atkins guys. Yeah, th- those guys – but he's a blocker. That's and what that, I'm saying. That's the only difference is that I think personnel-wise, you'd have to start committing to some of these players. And I think an interesting question for Lamar, because Baltimore has gone both ways with the receivers that they've gotten for him. They've gotten you know fast separators like a Hollywood Brown, and they've also gotten bigger guys too. So I think you have to get with him and be and have a conversation of who do you, what's the type of receiver that you like throwing to the most? Like we know Mark Andrews is a big part of their offense. So maybe it's a tight end, uh, but that those are the types of decisions that you would have to start making immediately. Uh, once you get him yeah. to, to really get the best out of him. All right. Um, tomorrow, uh, Patriots playbook two to four John Rook, right? So I just want to might re- have some special guests. Yeah, I just want to I just want to remind everybody of that. That's on tomorrow, two to four. As for us, we'll be back to uh, Thursday at noon. Can I ask Evan one more question, really quick, for oh, the sure. record? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Just I wouldn't forgive myself if I didn't ask this on there. Yes. Are Nas currency or Nipsey hustle in your at least top five? I'm trying to get a feel for what type of rap fan you are. Nas definitely. Not currency or Nipsey. No. Okay. No. Nipsey would Nos, be in though. Wills. 
All right. right. What and about mouse. half a dollar? There's Fiddy. Fiddy cent. Yeah, Fiddy. Fiddy has I a special place. I won the candy shop in, CD out of one of those claw machines when I was young. It was that's, great. That's right in my prime of of growing up. Fifty, but not not in that. He, he he's more in the in the Meek Mill category. Okay. All right. Fetty? How about so, Fetty? I don't know. Fetty Wap. Like, like Fetty Wap? <laughs> I, like, I do like Fetty Wap. All right. <laughs> Trap Queen's a good song. We'll be back Thursday. <laughs> Catch 22 will be here Thursday. May, who knows what else will be here by then. We'll see you. <laughs> Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.